Welcome to Get Behind Fanny, a podcast dedicated to the behind-the-scenes stories of the music, the members, and the musicians influenced by the rock group Fanny, the godmothers of women who rock. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another Get Behind Fanny podcast. I'm Byron Wilkins, Fanny fan and webmaster for the official Fanny website, fannyrocks.com. And joining me on these audio adventures are Fanny's drummer, Alice DeBure, and daughter of Fanny's manager, Roy Silver, and historian, Dr. Kristen Hilaire Glasgow. And this is going to be a different kind of podcast for us. So, Kristen, why don't you fill us in? I sure will. I'm so excited about this episode. It's the last Get Behind Fanny podcast before the November 3rd U.S. election. So we're calling this the Go Vote episode. And That's unlike right. our regular format of listening and discussing two Fanny songs in depth per episode, this time we're going to listen to six songs that we think are emblematic of today's current political climate. As we've discussed here before, listening to Fanny through 1970s years versus through 2020 years, it really does take on a different resonance and meaning. And this episode in particular, the songs we've selected definitely speak to our current crisis of democracy. Yeah, we're really hoping to fire everyone up to go vote. Go vote. Um, yeah, the good news <laughs> is that early voting has already shattered all yeah. previous records. So yeah, so if you voted, make sure your friends and family vote. Kristen, have you voted? Oh, I voted last week. Go and, vote. And Byron? <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, woo. Well, it's it, we're not concerned with just the presidential election. I mean, That's up right. and down the ballot, um, especially the Senate races. It's just oh, yeah. so important because uh, for our democracy, it's um, yeah. it's just too important not to vote this time. So make sure you get your people to go vote. Go vote. Yeah. And um, we're going to take lyrics, as Kristen said, from a few San Fanny songs just for this purpose. And there were a lot that we could have used. Um, and I'd like to list some of them that we chose not to um, so that you can go and check them out yourself. The first one, I think Sound and the Fury. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, uh, the Sound and the Fury to me is it's a place, it's a song that says you've got your own sound, your own fury, go use it vote mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. um regular guy is it reminds me of <laughs> joe biden because he's just kind of a regular guy the guy yeah yeah <laughs> yeah no deposit no return the lyrics to that song almost the entire song fits yeah um bitter wine is uh it's it's kind of a sad sadder song sadder situation or, yeah. or use of that place in the country we discussed in episode 10 um we discussed all the political issues with that song so take some time to listen to all of those and let us know what you hear but mm -hmm. we also have a true bonus track in my mind anyway and that is tomorrow a june song on the fanny hill cd reissue it's listed as a bonus. So go and take a listen to Tomorrow as well as the other songs I just mentioned and let yeah. us know what you think. Yeah, Tomorrow's a cool acoustic. I like that. Yep, yeah. it really is. It's beautiful. And it really is perfect as well for this list, for this episode. And, and even though... To put this out there, we've already covered on previous podcasts some of the songs we'll be listening to on this episode. But this time again, it's using Fanny's songs through the current megaphone of political protest and activism. 
Also, even though this is the U.S. election, for our listeners outside the states, we really believe this national election has global ramifications, and that's why the three of us wanted to put this together. So go vote. Yeah. Yeah, go vote, really. (laughs) Um, That said, I'm excited to share the songs that we chose to look at. So let's start with June's Think About the Children. Are you ready to think of the future? Think about somebody else. It may be your children's children and not just yourself. You know, I've had occasion to perform that a couple of times uh, lately, and that tune has reblown my mind because the people I was speaking to, to then, their grandchildren are alive now, you know? It's so relevant. Yeah, and think of the children, the children. Think of the children. So trying to bring consciousness of that concept of we have to do something for the world. We got to change some things. We got to be responsible and look forward to what is going to happen for our children. It's not just us. to think June was only in her early 20s. All of you were at the time. And again, look at the political statements you were making then and now. Yeah. June was um, really into Buckminster Fuller back then. Uh, When she was writing this song, um, she, she was reading his works. And what she had to say was really interesting in terms of how it relates to today. It's so vivid in my head. When she wasn't playing the guitar, she was reading his book there for a while, his, his stuff. It was, he had a huge influence on her, on her. One of the ways that he got to his truth was he stopped talking. His daughter died. He was standing at, uh, at the lake in Chicago, and he was thinking about jumping into that cold lake in the middle, middle of winter, and then he decided to stop talking and rethink everything. And we're all, I mean, almost we are at that point now. Stop talking, think, think about the children. Are you ready to think of the future? Yeah, boy, you know, as Jeannie said, think about the children 
and she's the only one of us who has children or grandchildren. Um, but, you know, what kind of world do we want to leave for our children and our grandchildren? You know, this vote, mm-hmm. I think, sets the future for them. Absolutely. Yeah, more in this election than yeah. any election in recent history. You know, sure does. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I got, I got three sons. I think about it all the time, but about their children, Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. their children, it's like, what are we setting up for them? What are we leaving them? Yeah. You know, it, it's amazing to me how many American parents and grandparents are just now realizing what their children and their grandchildren have to lose. And speaking of just realizing, that happens to be our next song. So we're going to transition to I Just Realized, because the lyrics here are absolutely perfect for our political lens. So let's listen to what June had to say on I Just Realized. You can pretty much insert any situation that you want politically into I Just Realized, because it's I Just Realized dot, dot, dot. I Just Realized I Can't Get an Abortion. I Just Realized You Won't Let Me Get a Bank Account which is we're past that but you know we live through those times so even though it's kind of throwing a whole bunch of nonsensical stuff and i remember the feeling of writing that with nikki we were just kind of having fun but we were serious about it so i like the i like that aspect of the song i just realized dot 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 insert your own situation in here I just realized, you know, that you, the four of you as a band, were making a political statement, even if you didn't mm-hmm. realize it. The thing is, she was saying, I just realized you're making it hard. You're making mm-hmm. it hard on me. You know, again, that comes from a position of strength of re- realizing what is going on. I'm, I'm not going to let you override what I feel. And it's so important how it feels when we see that, because I just feel like, do, 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 do. you know, it's <laughs> in your face, people. <laughs> and we felt it. We definitely felt it. Well, and even the line, I, I love this so much, where the line is, I just realized I've been had again. And <laughs> that just to me blows me away because it's also the recognition again that you realized your power, but also you also realized you gave it up, which so many women did during that time, even when feeling empowered. So, you know, there were very few, very few recourses for women uh, back then. I mean, I'm thinking specifically about a gig that we did in either Seattle or Portland. We did the gig for like a week and then we get to the end of the gig and they didn't pay us. You know, what were we as young women? I mean, we were still teenagers. What were we to do? You know what we did? We went to the um, musicians union and they got us our money. But we had to be, you know, I just realized again, what, you you think you can do that? We did those five sets a night. (laughs) 
I just realized you screwed me yet again. <laughs> yeah, it's it, the back in that day when we were young and traveling around, we were it was really I mean, we were just out there playing and we when we ran into a problem like that, it's like, yeah, you just screwed me again. Well, not going to happen. You know, I'm not going to wake up every morning and feel like I got screwed again. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, and since we're looking at Fanny songs through the political lens, the line I just realized what a fool I've been really applies because so mm -hmm. many people now have regret, felt blindsided by the blatant corruption of the current administration. Yeah, speaking of, of that, what a fool I've been, I think it's really hard uh, for some people to admit to being fooled, you know, mm -hmm. and I yeah. think a lot yeah. of us have felt that we were fooled. So, Byron, what's the next song? I got a fever. I got the fever, too, and it's cat fever. <laughs> All right. I have to say that mm -hmm. since we started working, putting this podcast together, and this is the lyric that we chose, I have been noticing how shiny the shoes are on, you know, <laughs> if, if Biden is talking, his shoes are shined. You know? yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's it's important. Yeah, it's important. Whether you shine your <laughs> shoes, baby. And I love the part in the lyric about it's understood that the young ones got to move in terms of the political climate yeah. that we're going through because we're watching yeah. this amazing youth movement, whether it's Greta Thunberg and climate change or Little Miss Flint in Michigan or the March for Our Lives kids, mm -hmm. not kids anymore, young adults, right. but how we're counting on them as well to help save this democracy and, oh, and right all of these wrongs. And I love what June had to say on Nikki's lyrics about this. And you'll hear that June is referring to Nikki when she says she. So she is referencing the young people Yes, young people were definitely speaking. I mean, if you went to either one of the Fillmore's, and we played both, of course, you could feel it. You could feel it from people reacting to the Ohio State shootings, for example. So that was a really potent time. Now we switch to 2020, which is equally potent and equally as important to us. It almost feels like it's more... Uh, I mean, I hate to say the word dangerous, but when you get into climate change and such, it's this, this is really, you know, a five alarm fire. I love the way that we were 
responding to the times in 1970-71 as much or equal to how we're responding to 2020. And there's an interesting story with Cat Fever because we had gone back to IMA to re-record Cat Fever and Borrowed Time for a documentary. It was Jennifer Lee's documentary, Feminist Mm -hmm. Stories from Women's Liberation. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. that's the three of us met there. Well, I knew Byron and I had had known you, Kristen, but I hadn't seen you since you were a child. Mm -hmm. But, you know, (laughs) we were there to record Cat Fever for a political documentary, right? Yes, absolutely. Right. And now on our podcast, here we are. (laughs) <laughs> you know, Byron had come out to help do the filming. Christian, you came out and got to do some backup vocals. And, That's you know, right. so many it, years later, we're producing the Get Behind Fanny podcast. And it's like, that synchronicity. Go vote. <laughs> go vote. That's where Byron and I first met as well. Yes. Yep. Uh-huh. And just for those that don't know, IMA is the Institute of Musical Arts. And that is run by June Millington and her partner, Ann Hackler. And it's a... Fabulous source. If you don't know about yeah. it, check it out. Yeah. IMA.org. Yeah, to whether you make the news. Um, The the interesting thing, there have been a lot of pundits, if you will, because there are a lot of material for the pundits to use. But Donald Trump, um, he's basically a TV personality. And he's been that kind of guy almost his whole life. So there is no, the reason he doesn't know how to be empathetic or compassionate is because he plays, he's been playing this character. And the character has been successful on TV most of his life. So that is what is our president, is a character that Donald Trump thinks is presidential, mm-hmm. you know. But there's mm-hmm. that's all he knows of himself. You know, there's no compassion, no empathy. That's what we got. All right. That's enough of me on my high horse. But <laughs> it's a perfect transition to our next song, Changing Horses. Right, Kristen? Well, June actually blew my mind on this when I interviewed her on episode 11, and we were talking about this episode 12, and I put it out there that we were thinking of doing this political podcast. And immediately she said, oh, yeah, changing horses. And and she said, we have to do that. And when I read the lyric, the lyric is, when I found out that you took me for a ride, I wondered if I should stay faithful by your side. You told me it's a mistake, but I've had all I can take, and I think I'm going to change horses in midstream. And I love how June linked that to the current political moment. So let's listen to the, what June had to say. Changing Horses was always to me a personal song, but you can definitely uh, look at it through the political lens. And it's so how should I say the music of it is so, uh, it's almost forensic. It's almost kind of vicious. It, it kind of feels like we really mean what we're saying. And I appreciate that. 
And I really dig June's use of the word forensic in this context. <laughs> I couldn't resist. Sorry. Good one. <laughs> but she really is spot on here. And Jean, too, is on fire in what she had to say about changing horses. So let's listen. I think of changing horses in this dream, it sounds like a woman who's really in charge of her life. Are you dummy wrong? Another man's come along and I'm going to change horses in this dream. I have the right to do that. I have a right to my opinion. I have a right to my actions. And that's what I'm going to do. And again, back to political thing, you know, if you feel that way, again, all you can do is vote. That's the only way we can get in there and have the influences, not think that, oh, it doesn't matter if I vote or not. It won't make a, it won't make a difference. If enough of us think it can make a difference, then we can go in there and change our horses in midstream. When I found out that you took me for a ride, I wondered if I should stay faithful by your side. They told me it's a mistake, and I had about all I can take, and I think I'm gonna change, change horses in midstream. Oh yeah. Those lyrics really work, but it's it's like, I don't care if I'm in midstream. I don't care if I'm on one side of the stream. I don't care where I am. I'm changing horses. You know? I get the feeling you probably always picked a different horse, yeah. I'm just going to say. <laughs> well, let's hear the other part of the song that we picked out as well. You know, yeah. and it's not it's not that hard to change horses in midstream. It really isn't, you know? Just, just fall off the saddle. Yeah. <laughs> Sink or wet. swim. Yeah. Well, I think the song is great. Way to go, June. Thanks for that one. This next song that we picked was Conversation with the Cop. And although we had talked about it on episode six, we thought, well, maybe we don't do it on this podcast. We were on the fence. Do we play it? Do we not? But it's really important in the context of Black Lives Matter. Couldn't agree more. And let's listen to what June and Jean had to say on this topic. I have a lot to say about Conversation with a Cop, which is another one of my favorite songs. Um, it's, it, you know, you can think of it in the context of Black Lives Matter, for example, um, because it doesn't matter whether you're walking your dog at night or driving while black during the day or Asian, or other. You know, it's about being other and being harassed for it. And um, I, I just love the way all of that is brought into and under the skin of the song, where you can discover it and feel your own uh, passion and your own rejection of, of society's view of the other, which is pretty tough. Well, conversation with a cop, to me, it kind of speaks of the cop's paranoia. Why is he so freaking paranoid about a woman walking her dog in the middle of the night? Why should he be suspicious? So I think it goes to talking about the atmosphere that's happening right now with cops and people, especially with black lives and whatever. But it's just, it's really sad to think that the cop would have to be frightened or uh, paranoid or whatever 
that is going to be suspicious of somebody walking a dog in the middle of the night. So that, that's why I feel like, you know, that's a really sad statement that he would be that scared. Yes, only do I have to have a license to be lonely. It's a warm night and I couldn't get to sleep. Did you worry? I just love Nikki's line, quote, I never knew the night could turn a whim into a crime, mm-hmm. close quote. Ugh. I mean, walking your dog while black is right. Go vote. Go, Go vote. vote. Go vote. Go vote. Right. Oh, and for our final song, we chose Blind Alley. And although we've already discussed this in episode seven, it's worth a listen again. A Fanny fan and podcast fan, Chuck Fowler, wrote in, quote, Blind Alley was not only a reflection of what was happening in America in the 60s and 70s, it's appropriate for 2020. Could have been written in today's political climate. It's timeless. Close quote. listen to that song all damn day <laughs> yeah me too and uh, i went to the uh live cd and at the beginning of blind alley on the live cd uh, recorded in 1972 nikki had this to say this being an election year wow making up your mind yeah wow because <laughs> <laughs> 72 was an election year 72 and... that was nixon and mcgovern yeah another yeah. important election yeah and, yeah and it was almost as chaotic then as it is now you know? Yeah, we yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we forget. Yeah. You know, it's been so long. Yeah, even yeah. June and right. Jean had things to say about it. Let's listen to it. Blind Alley 
Again, I never had a conversation with Nikki about her lyrics. If it appealed to us, we just jumped to it, you know. But this is your story. The walls are crumbling down. Hello. That's, that's pretty radical, you know. Seeing it through the lens of time, we can just appreciate it more. Then the, the second verse is we're leading the way for a new order, mm. you know. And obviously, Nikki was giving everything a lot of thought about politically. I think she, she, she thought a lot more along those veins than we did. But you know, speaking, she's speaking globally. We're leading the way for a new order. Uh, I, what, I can't remember the lyric as of that, but it was the whole song was uh, "We don't want to lead ourselves down a blind alley," which is what we're doing. Listen, folks, we gotta get out. And like she said, we've got to get out and vote and not just completely go down the blind alley following whatever's going on. Think about it. Yep. The bridge in Blind Alley is what really tears me up because um, it's looking at these songs in the episode, at, you know, that's so close to the election. There's so much mud slinging and hate. And the lyrics mm-hmm. on the bridge are I see my Christian brothers raising angry hands. And though I try to tell them, they still don't understand. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's incredible, especially in today's political climate. And, you know, it's just religious righteousness and hypocrisy. And Nigel Langridge, one of our fanny fans and podcast fans, he had the same comment about that, the hypocrisy. And on the bridge part, right? On the bridge part, exactly. He quoted, I see my Christian brothers, just like you did. All right. Well, Byron, why don't we hear the bridge? Sure. I see my Christian brothers Wow. Yeah. Well, how it comes back like that. That's just great. Yeah. Isn't it? Nikki, she, yeah. I mean, she was so brilliant, you know, mm-hmm. her songs and her lyrics, they hold up so well. And it's like 50 years later. Oh, incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. You know, there's a war going down, look down on the streets. Exactly. Just incredible. Yeah. And when Kristen and I, uh, for you podcast folks, we were working on the framework of this episode and two or three times we both found ourselves in tears. Yeah. Uh, that's not going to help anything. What's going to help is to go vote. So we're Absolutely. fired up. You go vote. <laughs> We've already voted. It's that yes, important. Go vote. Yes, we did. Go vote. And I love what Jean and June had to say in terms of getting out the vote. Let's listen. It's really high time that we all got out and voted 
It's the only way we can change things. Hey, people, go vote like your life depends on it, which it does. Damn straight. Go vote, man. <laughs> We've got this, America. Go vote. Go vote. Go vote. Go vote. Go vote. <laughs> Please vote. Please. Yeah. All right, Byron. That's a wrap. Hit it. Three, two, one. Go vote! I knew it! All right, where was the four? Was there a four? Come on. Three, two, one. Go vote! Go vote! (laughs) All right, wait a minute, wait a minute. How fast are we going to say it? Three, two, one, go vote. Three, two, one, go vote. Okay, on the beat, on the beat. What kind of beat? Yes. Yes. Go, go vote. Go vote. Okay. One, one, two. Okay, gotcha. Right? Actually, you should count us down. One, two, three. That way we have a beat. Okay. Go vote. Okay. No, I got it. One, two, three. Go, go vote. vote. Oh, we're doing our three. <laughs> oh, now we're doing four? I thought there was a... <laughs> Oh, this is like the ending of... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm up, sorry. Up, this up, is up, money up, five. Up, this up, is up. money five. <laughs> five is right out. Three being the number which you've reached. Okay. Uh, do it again. I'm going to do three, two... One, go Go vote. vote.